you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The Season with Peter Schrager is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome, everybody, to The Season with Peter Schrager. We are here. The NFL season has begun. Uh, Kickoff is obviously Thursday night. If you're listening to this on Friday or Saturday or Sunday, you already know the outcome to Thursday night's game. We are recording this podcast on Thursday morning, and I'm talking with grave tones in a very serious way because, well, if you listen to The Season with Peter Schrager, it's not just 22 weeks. It's 52 weeks. We do this thing every single week because the season... It's all year. There is no off-season in the NFL. Every time a player coughs or hiccups, we talk about it. Anytime we are in the off-season, it's the best time for us to get coaches and GMs to speak unfiltered. With that becomes an all-encompassing 360 view of the NFL. You are owed, and you have earned a chance to listen to Aaron and I give our predictions for the 2023 season. Aaron Juan Kaufman has joined me. Aaron, my great producer, how are you feeling right now? Oh, I'm I'm ready. I'm uh, you know, I've I've calmed myself down a little to give maybe some hot takes. I don't know. I'm, I want to see how you're looking at the future and what I see differently. Let me talk some <laughs> right now. Can I talk some? <laughs> go off. Okay, let me talk that talk. There are a million pregame shows out there. I'm on two of them. And these guys give their Super Bowl picks, and it's like, Eagles play the Bills, ah! or Chiefs play the 49ers, ah! and like, I need depth. I need to know what your playoff teams are. I need to know who your offensive rookie of the years are. I need to know who your MVP is. I need to know which team makes the playoffs that didn't make the playoffs last year, which team doesn't make the playoffs that did make the playoffs last year. I want to know your coach of the year. That's the stuff I'm here for. I want to go deep. Super Bowl picks, everyone has a Super Bowl pick. My son made a Super Bowl pick. You know what my son Mel said to me? I said, Mel, I got to pick a Super Bowl pick. What's your Super Bowl pick? He said, Daddy, I think the Giants are going to play the Lions. I said, Mel, that's impossible. But you know what? (laughs) You know what, son? You might be right when you compare yourself to all the other pundits out there who just throw two teams at a wall. Um, They might realign the conferences for you, baby. I'm not going to stop you. This is your world. Um, This is the prediction episode. You can turn it off if you don't care. Or you can listen and you can play along and you can tweet us. Um, I'm at pschrags, P-S-C-H-R-A-G-S. But everyone in the world makes up Super Bowl pick, and then they kind of vanish into the shadows and everyone worries about it. I make my Super Bowl pick. I pin it to the top of my profile. And with great humility, I tell you, I have been right the last several years. I had the Chiefs last year. I had the Rams before that. I had the Buccaneers uh, before that. I had the Chiefs when they beat the 49ers. I take a lot of pride in this. I live and I breathe it. But it's not just going to be Super Bowl picks. Aaron, are you ready to make some picks with me? I am all set. Let's go. Okay. I've thrown off the, what do they call these, the cans? Yeah, thrown taking off the, the cans off. Cans are off. Gloves are off. Let's start with some insignificant awards. (laughs) (laughs) 
These are just to get our feet wet. All right? All right. NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, I'm going with Jameer Gibbs of the Detroit Lions. If you're watching this on Friday morning, Gibbs probably already put up 100 yards on Thursday night. If you're watching this on Thursday going into the game, pick him up in all your fantasy leagues. I am doing this on the strength of speaking with the GM on this very show earlier this summer when he described Jameer Gibbs as an elite positionless weapon. When I made the pick of Jameer Gibbs uh, to start Good Morning Football on July 24th as like my breakout player uh, of the of the next few weeks, people were like, really? A running back? And now it's almost like commonplace. Everyone's in on Gibbs. So no way he can live up to the hype, right? I think he can. I think that Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, is going to use him in a way that we don't see a lot of running backs in their first year use. I think he's going to play running back. I think he's going to play wide receiver. I think he's going to be used uh, in all sorts of different packages. And I think he puts up the stats, yes, but he also helps make this Lions offense one of the best in the league. I wouldn't be shocked if Detroit finishes the year with the number one ranked offense and Jameer Gibbs is their jack of all trades, their Swiss Army knife, their Debo Samuel, their Taysom Hill, whatever you want to say. I think the Lions are winning the NFC North and I think Jameer Gibbs is a breakout star. Jameer Gibbs is my offensive rookie of the year. Aaron Wong Kaufman, your selection for offensive rookie of the year is Drummel. Anthony Richardson. Go and on, I know, Go I know, on, big boy. No, I love it. Go. I know you don't want to pick a rookie who's on a bad team. And I know that Gibbs is going to have so many more wins. And Zay Jones, another popular pick. And I, I know... Uh, uh, you guys, Zay Flowers. He, Zay Flowers. I'm going to pick you up yes, here. You said Zay, Zay Flowers. Jones. Zay Sorry. Jones, not a rookie. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Um, Zay Flowers has a ton of buzz as well. And he could be a good like proxy for the Ravens offense doing well. I'm going with Richardson because when Kyler won Offensive Rookie of the Year, he had 3,700 passing yards, 20 passing touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 500 rushing yards. Okay. Last season, the Colts quarterbacks, the collection of Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger, Nick Foles, threw for 3,800 yards, 17 touchdowns, and 20 interceptions. Okay. I I think the wide receiver group could allow that. Another thing with Kyler when he won in 19, second place was Josh Jacobs, who had 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns, and 166 receiving yards. A.J. Brown was third in voting with 50 recept- 52 receptions, over 1,000 yards, and eight touchdowns. And Miles Sanders had 800 rushing yards and 500 receiving yards. I feel like Bijan and Gibbs will cannibalize okay. each other. Right. I think that um, Zay and Addison and JSN, they might cannibalize JSN, each he's other. Going with, he's going with acronyms. I love it. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. I love so this. I think Richardson is going to stand, like, going to have a nice second half of the season. And I think he is going to maybe not get 3,500 passing yards, but he could get, I don't know, six, 700 rushing yards. Like, yeah. they could really push it. And I think Gibbs. That whole offense is already good. We know that. And if the Colts do well, it's because of Richardson. So I'm going to go out on a limb, which feels weird to say with a quarterback being the offensive rookie of the year, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say Richardson wins offensive rookie of the year. Bro, can I tell you something? Yeah. That might have been your best three minutes ever on the podcast. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. That's that's my most uh, well, research take for the like, whole day. Like, well worry. delivered. <laughs> Like, I thought you were going to come in and be like, nah, you know, maybe Bryce Young. Like, dude, that was great. No, no, I'm in on Richardson. I'm really impressed right now. We are in regular season mode, dude. Okay, great. Defensive rookie of the year. Uh, Jalen Carter is the overall favorite everywhere. I think he's probably going to win rookie of the year. But that's not fun. So I'm going to give you another defensive player. And I'm already changing my pick from Good Morning Football, where I picked Brian Brzee earlier this week. 
I'm going to give you another Detroit Lion, and it's not their first-round pick, Jack Campbell. I think Brian Branch, the heat-seeking missile safety for the Detroit Lions, is going to garner a lot of attention and might very well be our defensive rookie of the year. Again, Lions, I'm all in on the Lions this year. I think they're going to go big uh, and be on national TV, and I think all these guys are going to be household names, whether it be Aiden Hutchinson, whether it be Amon Ross St. Brown, but the two rookies, Gibbs and Branch, both of them out of Alabama, I think are going to be outstanding. I'm going Brian Branch my late audible from Brian Brzee and Jalen Carter. I am now going with my third pick as my first pick on the <laughs> podcast. Brian Branch is my defensive rookie of the year. Aaron, I don't know how passionate you are on defensive rookie of the year, but let's see if you can follow up that offensive rookie of the year spiel. All right, so I think with defensive rookie of the year, you need splashy plays. You need big moments that people are going to see. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be like nationally televised games, but you need big moments. And... I think Emmanuel Forbes for Washington, the cornerback, is going to have some big, big plays because he's going to play against good receivers. So he's going to be guarding talented players, and I think he has enough like ball hawking ability okay. to, to come out and like do some flashy things. So I think Forbes is like kind of a little dark horse. Again, Will Anderson, Jalen Carter—they're probably the top of most people's list. Uh, I'd like to see Forbes win it. Okay. All right, let's go on to the next award. NFL Coach of the Year. Why don't you start us off? Your NFL Coach of the Year. Now, remember, to give you some backstory, most years, if you're listening, you know this, it's not the team with the most wins. It's not the established name. It's the team that makes the biggest leap, and it's the usually a younger first-year guy. Um, Belichick's only won Coach of the Year three times, I believe. Brian Dable won it last year. And in recent years, Kevin Stefanski has won. Matt Nagy has won this award. Sean McVay has won this award. Aaron, who do you got? I am going the complete opposite direction from you, and I'm going with Mike Tomlin. I think that the Steelers have looked really good in preseason. I think the offense and defense are both going to be better than they were last year. And I don't think it's going to be necessarily any one player, unless maybe you think, like, Watt could do defensive player of the year. And I think Tomlin will sort of be the proxy for the whole team doing well. And I think he takes home coach of the year. Okay, Mike Tomlin. Uh, they were an eight-win team last year, but I don't know if Mike Tomlin has won NFL coach of the year. While I'm talking, Google that for me. I think that'd be amazing that after all these years of never being under 500, Mike Tomlin has never won a coach of the year award. If he did, it was his first season. Has he ever won it? 2008. Yeah. So the year they went to Super Bowl, Mike Tomlin did win Coach of the Year, but that has been 15 years already. Yeah. If my math is correct, I think it is. Um, my Coach of the Year is that old dog, that renegade rebel, that maverick, that gunslinger, the guy who does not necessarily love the NFL league offices, does not care about your coaching code, does not care about who coached before him and yet has his players believing. This could be a massive whiff, but I'm going to bank on him just knowing just how committed he is to this thing. I'm going to go Sean Payton as my coach of the year. I think the Broncos have a massive increase in wins. I think he gets Russell Wilson right. I think these players are all on the same page. I don't think you need six-time management coaches to help him. I think he's going to win in late-game situations. They're going to go for it on fourth down when it's necessary. And I think the Broncos have a massive leap in wins. Let's go, Broncos. Let's ride all that. Sean Payton is your NFL coach of the year. Now, whether or not the writers actually vote for him is another thing. I don't think he's a fan. Uh, he's got all those fans uh, as far as let's pick him as some like wonderful story. Um, he's kind of the renegade. Uh, he wears the black hat, and I kind of like that. I'm going to go Sean Payton. All right, next award. 
All right. So the NFL has comeback player of the year. And I'm going to say if DeMar Hamlin plays 18 weeks, DeMar Hamlin's going to be your coach, your comeback player of the year. And I think if DeMar Hamlin even plays week one. So we're not going to even discuss comeback player of the year. I think that's already a DeMar Hamlin award to lose, which is such a weird thing to say. Like the only reason he won't win is if he gets cut or if, if he doesn't play because of uh, an injury. And God forbid that he's got to go through that. Our next award is Defensive Player of the Year. Nick Bosa won this last year. As of right now, Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, and Brian Burns are not with their current team. So that complicates this thing a little bit. Looking at some of the odds and the leaders on this thing, there are some bigger names. But I'm going to go with a guy who's a little bit down the list who I heard just absolutely dominated and blew up practices when they did joint practices with the Rams to the point where many people are like, this guy's an absolute beast. Uh, he might have a huge breakout year as far as being one of those household names. My defensive player of the year for 2023 is Max Crosby of the Las Vegas Raiders. Going in that tradition of Howie Long and Matt Millen and Charles Woodson and great defenders of Raiders lore, I'm saying Crosby, who's got so many tattoos of crazy things on his body that I think there could be a documentary on it. Um, he is a, a student of the game. He's also an absolute madman. And uh, he's got those two X's on his name. I'm going Max Crosby, a little outside the box as my defensive player of the year. Aaron, who do you got? Uh, well, again, I'm going to be a little different than you. I'm going to go completely inside the box. Okay. And I'm going with Michael Parsons. I think he he was second last year. The Cowboys defense is incredible. And we we have high hopes for the Cowboys as a team as a whole. And if you're thinking that the defensive player has to be someone who's on a, a really competitive team, I think the Cowboys are definitely up there. And um, Parsons just changes the way offenses have to deal with him every single down. And I, I'm going with him. Okay. Taking the crown this year. Micah and Crosby. Okay. Did you do playoff picks, Aaron? Do you I, have your teams? I did, yeah. Okay, let's go division by division. I'll name my division winner. You name your division winner. Here we go. With no further ado, Peter Schrager's AFC East champion is the New York Jets. The Bills are loaded, but I've got the Jets beating out the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Patriots. Aaron, who do you have as your AFC East champion? Uh, I tried to be as unbiased as possible, and I'm going with the Bills. Buffalo Bills. Still okay. the Bills. AFC North, I'm going Bengals. Who do you got in the AFC North? Going with the Bengals. Okay. AFC South, I've got Jaguars. I'm going the Titans. Yeah, talk about it. You know, we do. We, no one picked them on Good Morning Football, and we're hearing about it. Vrabel's a really good coach. What's the reason Titans over Jags? Uh, Vrabel, Vrabel, and Vrabel. Uh, and they got Hopkins, and Henry is still amazing. Like, I remember one of the first things you and I talked about on the show last season was how scared I was anytime I was watching Henry play against the Bills. He's He is incredible. And I think that Vrabel just pulls the guts out of that team no matter what. And I think by signing Hopkins, they showed you that they're still in this to win and they're going to compete. And, you know, the Jags are great and their defense is a little suspect. And I think the Titans are going to beat them out. Okay. Narrowly. Okay. AFC West, I've got the Chiefs. Who do you got in the yeah, AFC same. West? Yeah, same. Kansas City. Okay. Now, this is hard because we've said this. Only seven teams can make the playoffs. I mean, you can only get three wild card teams. Um, I'm sure I caught a lot of slack. Here are my three wild card teams. I revealed these on Good Morning Football earlier in the week and have been hearing from it uh, from a lot of fans. The first AFC wildcard team, I have Buffalo. The second AFC wildcard team, I have the Steelers. Like you, I think Mike Tomlin is an excellent coach, and I think Kenny Pickett makes a leap. My third AFC wildcard team, if I'm going to go all in on Sean Payton, they got to make the playoffs. I'm taking the Denver Broncos, which means no Chargers, 
And we loved Kellen Moore on the podcast. He was awesome. No Chargers, no Dolphins, who added a ton and have two of the fastest wide receivers in the sport. And of course, no Ravens, which, uh, let me give you an aside here. Um, my wife is from Baltimore, Maryland. My in-laws go to every single game as season ticket holders since they came back as an NFL franchise in 1996. And my father-in-law went to every Baltimore Colts home game from 1967 to 1983 and went to every Baltimore Colts or Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl. My mother-in-law, she goes to every game sitting in the cold weather out there in Baltimore in December to watch Browns Ravens. She is there. Um, I have never not picked the Ravens to make the playoffs through fear of what that might mean in the family, but also because of what they've built. And yet, I don't know about their defense. I just don't know about their defense. The AFC North is loaded. And as much as I love Todd Monken and that new offense, and I think they could get better, I didn't put the Ravens in the playoffs. I have the Broncos instead. Aaron, your three AFC wildcard teams. So I had Titans as the AFC South, and I'm going to have the Jags as my first wild card. Um, like you, again, I shouted out Tomlin earlier. I've got the Steelers. And for my third, I'm not going with the Jets. I am going with the Ravens because I think that Lamar seems reinvigorated, hopefully, and I think that offense could be really, really exciting. I mean, the Ravens got there last year with an offense we were all tired of and without Lamar. And I think this year they can do well. I know that this is a lot to have Bengals, Ravens, Steelers all in there. No, it happens. Last yeah. year we had three NFC East teams. And I think maybe this is like, again, a little too much personal bias. I think there's so much hype on the Jets. I get it. And Dude, all, their first six weeks are really hard. It, and I think, you know what? The Monday night game, the Bills may not be able to pressure that offensive line enough, but Give them a couple weeks and let's see what that line looks like when they're playing the Cowboys. Like, I, I think that things could go wrong for the Jets. Okay. I, I, so I'm gonna leave them off. All which right, I so, know so is just tough. call it like it is. You're you're a hater. Yeah, I okay. am. Yeah, you're a hater. <laughs> uh, no Dolphins, no Chargers from us, huh? No. Yeah, I love the Dolphins. You know, I think it'd be fun There's to see so McDaniel, many only so yeah. many rooms in the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ex yeah. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Next up, let's go with NFC playoff teams. Uh, I'll go first. In the East, I have the Eagles. In the North, I went with the Lions. And I know that might not sound shocking now after two months, but if you think about it, I'm actually picking the Lions to win the NFC North. If someone actually put their name on it and say it's actually going to happen, I'm doing it. If you haven't noticed on this podcast, I'm really all in on the Lions. Um, NFC South, by default, the Saints. I don't love Carolina's depth. Uh have to see what Desmond Ritter can do in a big game before, not in college, obviously, he was great, but in the pros before I'd say, yes, they're division champions. And Tampa, big, big unknowns all over that roster, especially in the offensive line. So by the Saints by default, I don't love the Saints, but I think Saints win the division and they're one of those like nine and eight teams that do it. 
And then the West, I went the Niners. Bosa will figure itself out. And if it doesn't, I think they're still good enough. Wild card teams where it gets tricky. Going uh, on a limb here. I have one team in the NFC East as a wild card team, and it's not the Cowboys. I have the Giants over the Cowboys this year. The Cowboys have absolutely owned the Giants the last several seasons. I think the Giants get over the hump this year. I feel like times are changing. And it's not against Dan Quinn's defense, which you just waxed poetic on. I don't know about the offense. I know Tony Pollard was great, and I know Dak has had big moments, and CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cook. Kellen Moore was really good. Kellen Moore was really good. And you are saying we're putting all our eggs in the Mike McCarthy basket. Let's see. That's all I'll say. Let's see. Uh, I have the Cowboys missing the playoffs. I have the Giants making it. I also have the Vikings making it. And as my final wildcard team, I have the Seahawks making it. So those are my three teams. No Cowboys will cause quite of a, a reaction in Dallas, but I think the Cowboys missed the playoffs this year. My apologies to all the major networks. I know they make a lot of money when the Cowboys are good. All right. So NFC East, I've got the Eagles. I think okay. that we, you can't count them out. Uh, NFC North, I've got the Lions. I think maybe I've been around you too much and I have just <laughs> inhaled too much of your Lions love and I am all in on them. Uh, NFC South, I have the Falcons. Okay. I think for that division, the Saints, like we love Olave. We think Derek Carr will be good. And, and the Saints defense is what we're really excited about. Okay. But I think that Falcons offense is going to be really exciting. They've spent, what, the past three years, they've gotten the, an offensive, like, really good offensive weapon every single year in the first. And I, along with my rookie of the year pick, I think Bijan is going to be great. I think he's going to cannibalize the votes away from Gibbs. So I think the Falcons will be the division winners there. Okay. Uh, NFC West, I've got the 49ers. And then my wild cards, Seahawks, I think they will be even better than they were last year. I have the Cowboys because I think yeah, no, whatever, justify it. whatever they're, offense, they're yeah, step back there is, I still think they'll make it. And I'm going to go with the Vikings because I think that I like Kirk Cousins a lot more now after watching the Netflix so show. no Giants. No Giants. So I have no New York teams except the Bills, who are really the only true team that plays in New York. Beautiful. Um, MVP, most valuable player. Have you made your selection? Yes. I am going to go with a player who was second place last year in voting, oh. even though he sat out a bunch of fourth quarters because yeah. his team was just too good. And I think they might not have that luxury this year, and he might have to play a little more, get a little more stats, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to win the MVP. Okay. Okay. It's not chalk, but it's it's a favorite. Um, I'm going a little deeper here. Usually it's become a quarterback's award and the NFL Offensive Player of the Year becomes the best skill position. Justin Jefferson was the number two ranked player in the NFL Top 100. He's not my pick. We love Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. They're not my pick. Um, nor is Allen, nor is, Mah nor is Mahomes, nor, nor is Burrow, nor is Aaron Rodgers, nor is Herbert. I'm going way down. And without knowing where he is on this list, I'm going to put this player as my MVP. And I'm not doing it to cause shockwaves. I think this guy has a truly historic season because I think they might need him to. Christian McCaffrey is my selection Ooh. for most valuable player. Can I ask what the odds are on Christian McCaffrey on whatever generic gambling site you're looking at right now? Yeah, plus 8,000. Plus 8,000. And what number ranking is he if that if you're counting? I think we're going into the 30s probably. 
25. The 25th ranked player when it comes to MVP odds. Now, I would counter you this. No one had Lamar Jackson a couple of years ago. No one had Jalen Hurts last year. No one besides me had Mahomes <laughs> a few years back. God, you're listening to this for the first time. Who is this arrogant <laughs> Um I don't know. I feel like the Niners are gonna are gonna roll, and it's gonna be on the back of not just that defense. I think McCaffrey's gonna have a truly historic season, and I'm going deep on the Niners. I think the Niners uh, behind McCaffrey, and he's gonna be the MVP. You're not scared off at all by Shanahan saying of course, they're gonna they're gonna Elijah use Mitchell, him a little less. Course, they're gonna ease him in. Let's go. And now the granddaddy of them all. Our Super Bowl predictions. We are. Deep into this, 27 minutes into this podcast, and now we will unveil our Super Predictions. Uh, as I said, I have been right several times. I have had at least one of the right two teams every year since I've begun doing this on Good Morning Football since 2016. I will defer to you in the coin toss. Aaron, who is your Super Bowl teams? First reveal the teams, and then reveal your winner. So I think we're going to have Philadelphia and Cincinnati in the Super Bowl, which is, I'm, I was You're a glad. Buffalo fan, bro. I, I know. I think that Cincinnati understands this is kind of their last year with this core because they got to start paying people. And they have Lou still, the defensive coordinator, who I don't Lou know. Lou and Aruma. We're going to get him on the podcast. I don't know how he's much longer genius, he's going to stay there. It's just a well, DC. He had an interview with the Cardinals. I think a lot of people thought that was his gig, and then they gave it to Jonathan Gannon instead. But that's a whole other podcast. He, yeah. I think that this is really their year. Like, you have these sort of quick waves of of contention, and then suddenly you have to pay everyone. And I think this is it for Cincinnati. Like, this is the peak of of this group right now. And I I think that you know they they are the only ones who've really given Mahomes trouble. Uh, and I think they're going to make it again this year. And your Super Bowl winner is Philadelphia, the Eagles, the Eagles. Eagles take it home, and they do it in Vegas. And a year after failing to win the Super Bowl and coming just short, they take it home and they win the Super Bowl. All right, which leads to my pick. Out of the NFC. So you, dramatic. You have no a much reason. better buildup. I, sh- I should have taken a little more time and milk. <laughs> no, you were yeah. the appetizer, bro. It was perfect. You were yeah. great. Um, out of the NFC. A team that has been through adversity, has made many questionable decisions over the last several years. And at the end of the day, when you get to January football, they're as tough as they come. They're always there. And I think this is the year that they not only host the NFC Championship game. They win the NFC Championship game. My winners from the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers. I think they play a punishing brand of football that is with Nick Bosa or without. I think their defense always sets the standard. And as much as I love D'Amico Ryans, I don't think they miss that much of a beat without him. They keep on going. They've got young talent at every position there. And then on offense, Kyle Shanahan is a mad genius. I think he finally has a quarterback that can operate his offense that he believes he could put in trust and really get them over the hump. He's a former Mr. Irrelevant, and that is okay. I've got McCaffrey as my MVP. I think Debo has a big year. I think Ayuk has a big year. I think Trent Williams might be going out on a swan song here in his last couple of seasons, but I think he's still the best tackle in the league. I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers as my team out of the NFC. As for the AFC, really, really struggled with this. 
I had the Jets in pencil for several weeks. Then I erased it out. And I said, gosh, Buffalo sure does look good. You know, Buffalo, no one's talking about them. That's exactly how I like my teams. Just be under the radar. Everyone, talk about everyone else. We bring back everybody. We're not dealing with the Damar Hamlin you know, situation on a weekly basis. That's absolutely soul-crushing and emotional. And come in with a full tank of gas. Let's just run through the league. I like Buffalo a lot this year. Cincinnati, you mentioned it, the window. This is their time. If they don't do it now, do they still bring back T. Higgins and Chase and all these guys? Is this the last time this core group is going to be together? Then there's Jacksonville. Jacksonville has the fifth easiest schedule in the league. They've got an amazing young crop of players. I love their second round running back, Tank Brigsby, I believe his name Bigsby. is. Tank Bigsby. The best Sorry. running back name you could possibly have. Such a have. good name. Um, I really like all those teams. Yeah, I can't pick against the Chiefs. I don't care if Chris Jones is there. I don't care if Tyreek Hill's not there. I don't care if any of those guys aren't there. I, I can't pick against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been the standard, and last year was a great lesson. I stuck with them. I picked them to win the Super Bowl despite losing Tyreek Hill. I think I might have been on an island on that, and that sounds wild considering how much success they have. I will not pick against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey until I am forced to, and I am not forced to pick against them. They are still at the peak of their game. I had a chance to spend time with them this offseason at that big, slick charity classic, and I was hanging with them, and I, I swear to God, I left that thing being like, those guys are great. And then I talked to some people around the league, and I'm like, I don't know. They seem like they're having a little too good of a time this offseason with the golf and this, and they're at concerts, and it's like Mahomes and Kelsey are everywhere, and the podcast... And you want to start turning away, and then you're like, holy crap, they're just so good. I'm going with the Chiefs. I don't know how they get there. I don't know if it's through a one seed and they got they host all these games at Arrowhead. I don't know if they've got to go on the road. But like I said, just if it's one of those deals. My eyes will not deceive me. And if there's a fourth quarter and Patrick Mahomes needs to get it done in a big spot, he has gotten it done every single time. I'm going with Kansas City. Now, this was a Super Bowl a few years back in Miami. We go from one party city to the next. We go to Vegas. 49ers versus Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas on CBS. Drum roll, please, Aaron. Brrr. The Kansas City Chiefs will be your first back-to-back -back Super Bowl champion winners since the New England Patriots did it in 2003 and 2004. I am going with the Chiefs. I love what they are all about. I love that people are doubting them. And I love the fact that Mahomes and Kelsey are ready to go. I think Chris Jones hopefully figures his thing out, but I would not pick against them because of the lack of Chris Jones. I learned that last year. Don't pick against them because of one individual player. What they've built there is too strong. I've got the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. And with that, I bid you farewell. Enjoy this first weekend of games. Aaron, good job. How'd it feel getting all those out? <sighs> It felt like a weight has been lifted for me to uh, to 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 wax poetic on Anthony Richardson a little bit, uh, and and to uh, publicly say that I don't believe in any of the New Jersey teams as well. So can I tell you something? As I say it out loud, and we haven't done these picks on Good Morning Football yet, as we're recording this, it doesn't feel great. I kind of want now, like now that I've said it and it's going to be recorded. I'm not a hundred percent sure with my picks, and I kind of want to just go like Lions Jets and kind of say it and be like, <laughs> I think it's gonna be Lions Jets and be that guy. I'm really tempted. I could change my pick for Good Morning Football. Um, I love those teams. Should I change my picks to Lions? This is what happens. This is like the inside, you know, like the uh, neuroses of like Woody Allen and all. This is what I've got going on in my head when it comes to football. Can I, should I change it to Lions Jets or am I going to be laughed off the earth?
you know, that's as close as your son's guess will be if you if you did Lions Jets because it can't be Lions Giants. So, uh, you know, people will remember that. Jason, my career is important to me. <laughs> and when you hit that long grand slam, people remember when I say Chiefs over Niners, it's like great for my own personal pride. But gosh, if I said Jets over Lions in the Super Bowl, what would the reaction be? You got, you got a track record. And I don't do it for clicks, so I usually go standard, and here's who I really think, and I'm usually right. But I'm tempted to just say, f*** it. All right, but you're sitting there. You're watching the playoffs. I know. It's Lions 49ers. Are you really going to still feel good at that moment? I know, that, you're like, right. The Lions defense can't stop that. Kyle, and, like, is Dan Campbell going to outcoach Kyle Shanahan in the NFC Championship game? Yeah. Are they, are the, like, basically, you're asking, can the Lions go into – or host, can they beat San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Dallas? Can they do that? They have to win multiple games. I don't know. So no. Okay, we're keeping the Niners. The Chiefs, is it even a big splash if I said Bills? No. Is it a big splash if I said Bengals? No. It's the Jets that are keeping me up. Do I say Jets? But then if I say Jets, I've got the Jets beating the beating the 49ers? Well, that's what they said on that at Hard Knocks, that crazy mentalist guy came on right, and was like, right. Jets will be the Niners. Nicole Hardman predicted it. 31-21. Yeah. Do I go with Oz the mentalist? Um, gosh, I guess I'm staying with the Chiefs. I say I should probably be pretty, you know, convicted here, but I'm not. I, I think even if you were serious about the Jets, and I, I realize even when I picked the Bengals, I had to mention Kansas City. I had to say... Cincinnati is the only team that really gives Kansas City trouble. Like, it's still... What if the games are played... What if the Jets are the one seed? They get a bye. I guess I'm saying they can beat the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs in back-to-back weeks. Like, those, two, like the Jaguars can come in, and it's like, all right, the Jets are going to beat the Jaguars, and then the Bengals come in, or the Chiefs come in, and they're going to beat them. Like, they need a lot to go right. You put Mahomes in Jacksonville. You put Mahomes in Cincinnati. You put Mahomes in Buffalo. I think Mahomes can win it. I haven't seen the Jets do it, and I haven't seen Rodgers do it, to be honest. He's won a lot of playoff games, but he's not been the most clutch guy on the road in recent years, and he's not even in Lambeau. So, all right, I'm staying with my picks. Chiefs over Niners. I'm just like every other freaking pundit. It just goes off into the ether, but I'll pin it on my Twitter profile, and I'll go for the streak, and I'll go for the the stable standard answer. I don't think I was trying to make any clicks here, but if you're a podcast listener, you know I try to take swings, and this one I'm taking it safe. All right, so you've got Eagles over Bengals. I've got Chiefs over 49ers. And you, my friends who are listening, just got 40 minutes of some freaking great entertainment. Enjoy the games this weekend and enjoy the NFL season. Till next week, this is Aaron, Peter, and Jason English over here from iHeart. This is what we uh, lift all those weights for. Go enjoy the year. The Season with Peter Schrager is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 